21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. A couple of years ago in 2020, when my agency was still fairly new, we had been doing email marketing for about a year, a little more, um, and we got the opportunity to work with a really large uh, international e-commerce company. They are uh, one of the top apps in the world for their space, which is home decorating. Um, the company is called Mixtiles. You may have heard of them. It's it's basically a an app where you can uh, get print out pictures that you have on your phone and you stick them on your wall. At this point in 2020, the, they were growing, but they weren't as big as they are today. Uh, but they had been uh, generating a lot of money online with with ads and they were really they had television ads they had radio ads they were really growing but they didn't really have much in the way of email marketing so we actually had reached out to them uh, with a cold email to the founder and uh, we actually got on a phone call and he wanted to work with us so we started working with them and, and right away um, what we wanted to do was kind of different than what they were used to. Most e-commerce brands, like if you get email at all, I'm sure you've seen typical e-commerce emails. They are um, usually very flashy, a lot of HTML, you know, showing off products with big like shop now buttons and uh, that's kind of like the typical standard what people are used to with e-commerce. What we wanted to do was come in and actually write emails from a person. So that was like the big thing at first that got a lot of pushback from this company was like, we don't want to put our name out there as like a person, like the founder didn't want to be the face of it. So we said, okay, well, what if we make up a person? Uh, they were a little hesitant at first, but what they said is, you can do, we'll, we'll do this, we'll do a test. Um, and if you win the test, then essentially we'll keep working with you. And if you lose the test, then we're not gonna work with you guys. So we said, all right, so let's do a test. So what we did is we took their welcome sequence, which is the emails people get when they first join the app. And we did this test pretty extreme. Usually we do actually include a lot of imagery and graphics and stuff in our emails. But in this case, we wanted to do an extreme test just to sort of prove the point. So we did all plain text emails and they all just came as letters from a friend. Uh, we made up this character, Colleen was her name. and she's a super fan of the brand. So what we did is she was actually a composite of all these testimonials that they had received from customers telling stories about how they used the product. So we took these and we sort of composited them together and made this character, Colleen. And in each email, she's telling the story of how she has this in her house and she uses it all the time. And she's like, it's they're all over her house and she can't get enough of them, right? So it's like, this is, uh, you know, she's big into decorating and it's all she does. So at first, they weren't even willing to give us a fair test. At first they said, well, we'll give you 5% of traffic and our 
emails are going to get 95%. So we said, okay. So they ran it for a little while like that. And what they started noticing is the emails on our side that we had written, they were getting clicked more, so, which is crazy because theirs are the emails with all the big buttons and all the pictures. And ours just had those old school blue hyperlinks in them. And so they were a little surprised. And they said, you know what, let's give them a little more traffic. So then they increased it to 10%. And lo and behold, ours were getting clicked more. The purchase rate was higher. Um, and they were also starting to notice things like the average order value was higher. Um, open rates obviously were were better because a lot of these emails were were delivering better. They were getting inboxed more. So Finally, they said, okay, we're going to do a full test. We're going to run it for three months. We're going to do 50-50 on the traffic. So they did it. And at the end, uh, the results were that the emails on our side made 82% higher revenue, um, along with every other email statistic being higher. So that was where they kind of, you know, they they threw back their hands and they, they, they put up the white flag and said, okay, like we get it. Um, this is worth pursuing. So- it was, uh, you know, it's kind of a good story, but it, it helped us like really prove our concept because we had been working with a lot of smaller e-commerce companies that were just kind of willing to let us do our style of email. Um, and it had been working, but we, this was our first time doing it for a large, uh, you know, well-recognized company. And when we were able to come in and beat their stuff like that, it kind of showed us like, well, we definitely have something here. Their emails were making something like $300,000 a month when we first started working with them. And within a couple of months, it was it was like 4 million uh, was the number. The 12 was actually, we watched their total revenue going from something like 3 million a month up to 12 million a month in this span of like three months. Um, now they were also doing a lot of other things too. They were investing in more ads. They were doing a lot of things, but um, on the email side specifically, we watched it go from about three to 400,000 to four plus million per month. Um, and that was when they, you know, from working with us. So that was pretty cool to see. Are people still opening emails? What's the, what's the trend at the moment? So I think that people are more, people are definitely dealing with more emails, right? Than ever before. They, everyone emails you, uh, people talk about inbox clutter and that is a real thing. So I think people are more picky. They're more choosy with what emails they're gonna open. Um, what do we like to open? We like to open emails that come from people, right? People that we trust. Or, you know, maybe we like to open emails that come from a brand or a company that we really like, right? But what do we not like? We don't like spam. We don't like email that comes from strangers. So I think in general, uh, as many people are opening emails now as ever before. I mean, how many times a day do you check your email, right? 
Yeah. A lot, I, I, and I'm the same way. I actually try when I'm like focused on work. I, I don't look at my email. I don't get email notifications on my phone because I don't want to get distracted. Um, but I think it's more important than ever before to be aware of how people look at email because it does get a bad rap. A lot of people say they're sick of it, but the reality is they're all looking at their email. It's just, if you want to be somebody that they actually open, then you should show up in a way that, you know, you're appearing as the type of person who they want to open an email from. Um, That's why for us, like having your emails come from a person, no matter what kind of industry you're in, no matter what your business is, even if it's like a brand and you've got a cool logo and all of that, um, still having a person that sends the emails and and like signing off as that person and, and having conversational copy in the emails is so important because you have the opportunity to actually make a connection with someone. And I think um, when it comes to opening, like if, if I have no connection with you or your company um, and I'm just indifferent to you, then it's a lot easier to ignore versus if your emails are always interesting and I feel like I have a connection with you, then whenever I see your name in my inbox, I'm going to open that. So I think that's the difference is it's not that like people aren't opening emails. It's just people are more selective. So you have to be more aware of this and you have to adapt accordingly. So it's still the king. (laughs) I would say so. Yeah. And the the reason is because um, social media is great. You know, every form of advertising out there and and marketing there, they all have a place They're They're all very, very effective, but they're all one to many. Meaning the type of marketing, like when you see an ad on television and same thing, if you see an ad on your newsfeed, it's speaking to a lot of people. So the difference with email is it's one-to-one, it's your inbox, it's a personal private place. Um, And so people need to understand it's a different type of marketing. You don't market the same way because you are, I mean, if you do, and a lot of brands do market the same way, whether it's email or whether it's you know, Facebook. Uh, the problem with that is you're really missing out on an opportunity to draw a true connection with someone. Because again, the way that you talk to someone one-on-one like you and I are right now, very different than, you know, when I'm just saying something out to a crowd, right? Let's go more into uh, making connection topic. What sets your email campaigns apart from other agencies in the industry? I mean, can you can you explain more some of of your key strategies or tactics that consistently lead to that kind of higher, let's say, conversions to your clients? For sure. Well, I think that a, a fundamental difference is that, um, I guess, from us and maybe some other marketing agencies or email agencies specifically, is that uh, we believe in direct response email marketing. Um, and it is different, and I can explain a little bit more, but Um, basically there's the idea of sort of like brand marketing, which is very like, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of focused around the brand and the company and it's all about them. It's all about like how cool we are, right. How cool our company is. And, um, that can be good. You know, there's a time and a place for that, uh, direct response email marketing is different because it's conversational. So it can still, um, 
you know, it can still show off your brand. It still shows off your products. It can still look great. It can still be very, uh, you know, visually compelling. But the message inside is where the difference is because the email will read as if it's coming from a person. It has this conversational feel. Um, and and I, so I think that that is the big difference is that as an agency, that's who we are. That's our backgrounds are in direct response. And we uh, sort of come from that world. Like our our mentors were not coders. They weren't designers. They weren't like real techie nerds working on the, you know, the back end of, of email. Um, and I'm not dissing those people at all, by the way. I know, I know many people who that is how they email market um, and they're, they're brilliant people, but I'm just saying we're a little different in the fact that our mentors were direct response copywriters. So it's, it's a lot of it comes from sort of the classic advertising days, you know, think, Madison Avenue in the 60s, if you've ever seen the show Mad Men. Um, so some of the legendary people like David Ogilvie, uh, John Caples, uh, Gary Bensavega, like these guys who inspired this sort of classic direct response advertising, that's what we're bringing to our email marketing. Um, and so I do think it is different because a lot of uh, brands tend to ignore that type of marketing and they they sort of they kind of all do the same thing. You know, they, they follow a, a template, which is like, you know, insert your product images, say things like check out our latest styles, give super high, di you know, open up for 30% off. And then like, that's all. And that's all they send you. Whereas what we're doing is we're trying to build a real, a real relationship. And I can like, here's the difference. We, the other side, like the, what I just described, kind of the typical generic way of doing it is we call it churn and burn. Um, that's how they're treating their email list. It's churn and burn. So like they care about getting someone to sign up and then getting that person to buy immediately. And like once they get them to buy, they're just going to keep hammering them with more sales, more discounts, more of the same product emails, uh, promotional emails. And they know that this is how they think. We know we're going to lose those people eventually, right? We know they're going to unsubscribe. They're going to disengage. And that's fine because we're just going to keep getting new people. So that's the mentality. The other way of doing it, though, is you make the shift from thinking of email as a marketing channel to thinking of it as a relationship channel. So when it's a relationship channel, it's much more long game. You're playing the long game. But the benefit is... Um, I mean, it's immeasurable, but think of it like this, instead of churning and burning through these customers, the person signs up for your email list and you start relationship building, they're still going to buy from you. The difference is just that they're going to stick around longer. They're going to keep reading your emails. They're not going to disengage. They're not going to turn off and unsubscribe. Obviously some people do, but I'm saying you're going to capture a much higher percentage are going to stick around. So years from now, those people are still reading your emails. Um, and then when you do have a sale event, right, when Black Friday comes around or whatever, you have some big promotion or a new product launch, those people are showing up because they're loyal, they're dedicated, they've been a, you know, they've been following you for a long time. And again, because email is that type of channel where it's so direct, so one-on-one, -on -one, um, it does tend to always have a much higher conversion rate. Um, and this is just you know, standard industry-wide, it's got a, a much higher conversion rate than other channels.
So I, I, I think that um, one of the things that people need to think about is there are different types of traffic. This is more specific to an online business owner, anyone that has a business where they sell online. You've got three types of traffic. The first is called traffic you control, and that's what is paid advertising, right? We call it traffic you control because you put money into it. You decide how much you're going to put in, and then you get a certain amount of traffic out of that. That could be Facebook ads, that could be Google PPC, whatever. Okay, we call that traffic you control. Then there's traffic you don't control, which is the organic side. So that's your organic social, your SEO, all of that, you know, blogs, podcast appearances, things that drive traffic, but you don't really have control over how much traffic you're getting. Okay, the third type of traffic is traffic you own. And there's only a couple types of traffic that you own. Uh, and the, the number one type is your email list. The other would be uh, your text message list, if you have that, if you do SMS marketing, uh, and then direct mail, if you actually do physical mail to people. But you own that traffic. That's an actual, like it's a proprietary asset of your company. So you need to sort of like think about don't think about email as just a channel it's not it's it's different than those other channels it's your actual property that list and so your whole goal at least in digital marketing is to get as much traffic that you don't control and traffic you do control paid and organic turn that into traffic you own get as much of those people to sign up for your email list as possible because then once you are working with that traffic you own now you are directly marketing to them um, and and this is where you start to build up the value so if you have to pay to acquire a customer you might know you know it costs me x cost me a hundred dollars to get a, a customer right well you can multiply that through the email list meaning you can profit off of that so instead of just breaking even say you, you pay a hundred dollars and maybe you break even that first time but if you get that person to keep returning through the email list then that customer becomes more and more valuable over time and the brands and the businesses that do this best they know their numbers really well they know that you know everyone on my email list is worth x and so if i know how much people on my you know each person on my list is worth then i know how much i can pay for that customer right so you're talking about relationship channel traffic you own is there any kind of tribe or community involved as an upgrade what do you do with all those emails well i i definitely think um that seeing your email list as a community is really important yes so um and this is something that i think a lot of uh people are starting to shift into this mindset because we're realizing now, and this is in marketing in general, we realize people are consumers are more sophisticated now than they used to be in terms of like when online marketing just started. Um, everyone's being marketed to all the time, all day long, uh, every single day. And and they, they get, you know, kind of like jaded to seeing marketing messages. 
Um, so it's really, really important to start to treat your email list almost like you would a social channel. Um, and by that, I mean, yes, like a community. Um, and you, you can, you can absolutely do things in your emails to make people feel like they're a part of the community. And, and that definitely is something that we do and that, uh, you know, we have seen work really well for our clients and ourselves also like our email list. You, you want, um, the people on your email list to feel like they are a part of something uh, that's bigger than themselves and like they have a role too. So yeah, it's not just about buying shit. <laughs> it's really not. It, it, it is about uh, making a connection and and it's about helping people too. Like every, every brand out there has a story. Every company has a purpose and a mission um, and you have a responsibility as a business owner to spread that mission and to help people. So that's why like bringing people into that is is a huge part of it. You're not just selling stuff. You are bringing people into a, a movement. And if you can articulate that, you're going to get a you know, much better result than if you just scream sale, sale, sale at people all the time. And I suppose data analytics is important part of the, the whole process. So if you can share a little bit of your of your knowledge, of your wisdom. Yeah, <laughs> well, data, yeah. yeah, data and analytics is huge. I, I will say that um, the environment of data is more and more complicated, right? And I'm sure you've heard that before. It's, it is it is becoming more complex. It's Things are harder to track these days. Uh, one of the big things that happened uh, last year was the adoption of iOS 15, which changed the way that we view open rates because um, open rates that we see are usually not accurate now because um, basically what happens is Apple on your phone will register an email as having been opened, whether you did open it or not. So open rates are typically inflated and there's ways that you can um, adjust for that uh, to try to get to see the real open rate. And I don't want to get too in the weeds about that. Um, but I think that the like most important statistic to keep in mind is that uh, email is uh, a channel that it still today, the average is like ROI is 40 X or something. It's like for every dollar you put in the email marketing, you get 40 back. Um, and people have cited now. I don't, how true is that statistic? I don't know. I'm not the person <laughs> that did the, the study. Right. But they put that out there. Um, I think that what is true is, email converts higher. It, it just does. It's a, it's a better channel for direct sales again, because of the sort of, you know, intimacy of email, the, 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 the nature of it being a, um, you know, a personal channel. Um, so, uh, and, you know, we, we do a lot of data analysis and, and we measure a lot of different things with email. Um, again, I don't want to get like too in the weeds with it, but, um, I think what's important for people to understand is that, um, email, should be tied to actually getting sales, not just clicks. Um, and I and I do think that is something a lot of businesses make the mistake of of sort of thinking that uh, the goal of the email is just to get clicks to the website. And that's why they sort of put this, um, you know, this generic template, if you will. That's kind of why they use that as they think, well, if I can just show people pictures of, you know, my products and I can put big buttons on them and um, get them to click, then they're going to go through my webs to my website and then I get more traffic. Um, what they're missing is that email should be selling your products, not just, 
you know, or your services, whatever you're selling, it shouldn't just be getting clicks. You actually want to sell not just the click, but sell the product in the emails. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, th I think that that's, that's an important statistic to, to keep in mind is, is that you can focus on conversions, you know, not just, not just clicks and click rates. So my name is Josh Kropkoff. I'm CEO and co-founder of The Email Agency. And as the name suggests, we do email marketing. We specialize in email marketing and text message marketing for companies that sell online. We're a boutique agency. We're a pretty small company. Um, there's nine of us. I uh, started this company with my brother. Uh, we've been doing this since late 2018, so about five years now. And uh, to date, we've created email marketing strategies for 112 companies across 87 different niches. We work most, mostly with direct-to-consumer e-commerce brands, uh, but we've also worked with some B2B companies and a few uh, influencers. And we've had the privilege of working with some of the top brands in the world. Uh, one of our clients is Kraft Sportswear. They're a large uh, worldwide sports apparel company. They sponsor gold medal Olympic athletes, and they're usually like in the Olympics. If you ever watch uh, the Olympics on TV, you'll see their name up there on a banner behind the athletes and stuff. So that's cool. Um, that's one of our favorites. Another uh, top brand we've worked with is uh, Foundation Building Materials. They're a multi-billion, excuse me, they are a uh, multi-billion dollar corporation here in the U.S. Uh, they're a leader in the construction materials space. Um, and I already mentioned Mixtiles. They're one of the world's top apps for home decorating. Um, and then some of the influencers we've worked with. Um, Jason Capital, he's a, a best-selling author with over 3 million followers on Instagram. Um, Bedros Koulian, he's the founder of Fit Body Bootcamp. Um, so some of our clients have actually compared us to like Bar Rescue. I don't know if you've ever seen that show where like John Taffer goes into the bar and like kind of tears stuff up and like rearranges things and figures out what they're doing wrong. Uh, a lot of times when we come into, you know, working with a new client, that's what it's like because, uh, you know, even though we're focused on email, a lot of times we uncover that there's a lot more sort of foundational marketing stuff that's you know it's not just email that's the problem there's you know foundational fundamental stuff that they're not doing um you know figuring out kind of just how to talk to their customer who are their customers and and like what are the real pains behind you know what they're experiencing and, and why this company has the solution for those things so a lot of times we're we're really um you know having to go in and, and, and help with, with that kind of foundational stuff. Um, but I do think like it's important for businesses, uh, any business who, who sells online at all, if you do any like online portion of your business, it's important to, uh, work with experts in email marketing. Um, because 
a lot of times the the bigger agencies and the bigger companies who do everything, you know, they're sort of like a, a um, a full stack marketing agency, they call it. A lot of times they don't really have the expertise in email. Uh, and they are the ones who usually will treat it like that advertising sort of like one to many channel um, because they don't really have that like niche specific expertise in email marketing. So I do think it's important to work with experts. Um, you know, not every business can afford to pay an agency to do their email marketing for them. And a lot of businesses shouldn't. It's, uh, you know, a, a lot of times we consult brands who have in-house marketers. So we'll just consult their in-house marketers on how to do email better. Um, what's really cool is if you have like a, a general marketing person on your team, like a director of marketing or, you know, just someone in that marketing role in your business, Email is actually one of the best places that you can invest uh, that person's time. And, you know, maybe it's you're investing money too, but having them focus on email uh, and learn more about email and how to do effective direct response email, that has a ripple effect on all your other marketing. A lot of times the email is actually the centerpiece of the marketing and, and brands who do this really well, you know, like uh, I mentioned craft sportswear is one of our clients they have always done this um, and long, even before working with us, email has always been like their prominent channel. That's always been the the marketing channel that they really pride themselves on um, having like a good email list. And so um, what they're able to do is email makes up more than 50% of their revenue online. Uh, but basically it's kind of in the center and all the other marketing pieces are kind of revolving around it. Um, but what's cool is email can be the place that that directs your messaging, your strategy. Um, and then you can take what you learn from the people on your email list because you should be learning from them. Again, it is a conversation and it's a two-way conversation. It's not a one-way conversation. So we are always big proponents of you know, asking questions in your emails, getting people to actually reply to you, getting them to give feedback on all kinds of things, they are going to shape your messaging and your marketing strategy better than you're going to be able to do on your own um, from any amount of research. The research that you should be doing is talking to the people on your email list. Um, so I know I, I maybe kind of went off uh, a topic a little bit there, but my point is just that uh, if you have the opportunity to work with experts in email, whether that be actually, you know, paying them to, to do it for you or whether it be just learning from experts in email, that is going to benefit your business. Uh, it's going to return so many times over. It's going to be, you know, insane how, how great of a return you can get just from learning how to implement email better. If you are interested, if you want to learn more about how to do what I'm describing, um, you know, how to do direct response email marketing for your business, uh, I have a, a newsletter that is called the Email Revolution Newsletter. And uh, our promise with the newsletter is we will give you an edge in a competitive marketplace by showing you how to use direct response email marketing, which most people in your space are not using. So if you're interested in that, um, we send some uh, creative emails, some cool emails to you guys. Uh, it's not like every single day, but it is pretty frequent, like a couple times a week. Um, and you can sign up to the Email Revolution newsletter at 
email123.club. That's email123.club. And if you really want to learn more, if you are a marketer and you want to learn about how to do direct response email marketing, or if you just have a business that you sell products online, you want to learn how to do it for your business, we have a free guide called the Email Profits Cheat Sheet. Um, We've been promoting our cheat sheet for years and we've gotten a ton of feedback from people that it has transformed their business. So uh, definitely recommend downloading that. It's called the Email Profits Cheat Sheet and you can find it at www.emailprofitscheatsheet.com. And if you'd like to learn more about our agency uh, or if you want us to audit your email account for free, we do those audits for free and you can do that at theemailagency.com. That's TheEmailAgency.com. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Imagine a space where triumphs, trials, and tales of entrepreneurship come alive. Welcome to the 21st Century Entrepreneurship Podcast. A Gold Awarded Journey, hosted by Martin Piskorik. Connecting with listeners in 95 countries and ranking in the top 0.5% of all podcasts. Join our exclusive community, elevate your perspective, and embark on the path to success.